0: I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today, in Jesus' name. We are in Psalm 119 and we have made it to verse 89. The problem is there's 178 verses in the book of in Psalms 119, and what we're going to do is we're going to try to we're going to try to make it. We're going to try to survive. We're going to try to go all today and and see if we can see if we can get to the very end of Psalm 119. <clears throat> it's about the Word of God, and it's about it's about it's about the Word of God, and it's an acrostic. So I'm going to mention the letter the next letter that uh, we're talking about. I always do that just because I. I It's fun, and I'm going to describe the letter as we're going through it. And in fact, I'm going to, we're just going to have a good time this morning and uh, finish that up and see where we can get to and what we can get done. If y'all want to take this little ride with me this morning, that's what we're going to do. We're going to head out. I've got people in the house. I've got people in the house, many people. They're up and moving around. And it's Thanksgiving, and we're just gonna. It's just gonna be a fun ride on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. He says we're in Lamid, or Lamed, or uh, Lamed, if you want to. It looks like a seven with a little curly on the top. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Notice, there's eternality to it, and it's not, and it and it doesn't change. It's it's not changing. He starts out. Saying God's word is unchanging. It's not because God's word is a reflection of God's will. And so if God's word is a reflection of God's will or his character or his personality, then that doesn't change. And so his word doesn't change. He says, your faithfulness endures to all generations, eternality, notice it's forever. You establish the earth and it's, and it abides. They continue this day according to your ordinances for all of your servants. Unless your law had been my delight, I would have then perished in my affliction meaning he's saying I need to place my my delight in something that is permanent something that is stable something that is solid and strong something that won't be moved he's going to establish himself in he says I'm establishing myself in something that that is real and actual not oftentimes you don't know what to believe when you hear the news and rightly and a lot of times you don't know what to believe when you hear from other people and even from humans from us from pastors, you you don't know what to believe, but God's word, it, it comes from a source that does not change and does not vary. His plan for you is permanent. And so he says here, he says, I will never forget your precepts for by them. You have given me life. I'm yours. Save me for I have sought your precepts. The wicked wait for me to destroy me, but I will consider your testimonies I love it. He just keeps using these words precepts and testimonies and and commandments and and word and law and, and as you keep reading through this you realize the the breadth of, of the way God is even described how he how he presents himself to us. He says, "I have seen the consummation of all perfection." He says, "But your commandment is exceedingly broad," meaning He's saying, I've seen everything that you've done. I've seen the whole of, of what you've done, the perfection of what you've done, and it covers everything. It covers everything. He says, all right, we're in mem, and that looks like a uh, very fancy uppercase G, just letting you know, Mim, that's the letter we're in. He says, oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Uh, he says, now, that's another thing. You cannot really understand God's word until, and, and listen, you cannot really get what God is, is, pr- is presenting to you until you take God's word and apply it to your life. And and what, how do I do that? I study God's word, and then I look for its application in the world I live in. I look for God to show me the depths of what he's doing, and his word is applicable. applicable. It's easy for me to say. His word is applicable. You need to understand that God's word has meaning for your daily life. It has meaning for what's going on right now. And so you won't really understand it. It's not, it's not something, it's not something that's a context above and beyond us. It's not that. It's something that is contextualized in the very small and intimate things. And by the way, you are a small and insignificant and, and thing. And if God's at work even a little bit, then he's at work in the small and in, insignificant things. Now, what that means is, is if, if he's at that level, isn't he even lower? Isn't he even, he, isn't he even involved in the small and insignificant moments of our life? Yeah. And to him, they're not insignificant. To him, they're significant. Why? Because he made them. They're, they're, they're important to him. And so being able to read God's Word and then see Him apply it to my life allows me to actually know it. Not know it from a knowledge standpoint, but know it from an intimacy standpoint. It's called Yoda knowledge. It's, it's intimate uh, knowledge that emanates from within me. It emanates from the Word. It emanates from, from the kingdom of God that is within me. He says, you through your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers. Notice, is it, you can know God in ways that 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 no one around you does. He says, "For your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts." Boy, that's a that is a uh, that's a bold statement. That's a that some would say even an arrogant statement. He says, "I know more than the ancients." But let me tell you something. We should know more than the ones who came before us because we ought to have the whole breadth of their knowledge and then we ought to be adding to what God is showing us. So the truth is those who seek God are going to, God's revelation is going to progress in the sense not progressive as in liberalism. God's revelation is going to be more understood, more complete, more, more able to be seen more, ab- because as God's plan progresses, and as we see that plan in light of his word, as that plan progresses, you're going to be, we're going to know more than people 200 years ago and 400 years ago and 800 years ago. Why? Because his word is revelatory about not only today, not about only the things in the past, but his word is revelatory about all the things that are going on in the future. And we ought to know more than the ancients. He said, he says, I have restrained my feet from every evil way that I may keep your word. I have not departed from your judgments for you yourself have taught me how sweet are, you, are your words to my taste. Sweeter, sweeter than honey to my mouth, though your precepts, I get a, through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Notice this, song, this section is of God's word having application to my daily walk into my daily life and taking God's word and thinking about it, meditating on it, considering it, making it a part of the forefront of what I'm thinking and doing each day makes allows me to see god's word contextualized in the life that god has given me he says the next word is none and it's n u n as in a nun in, in the catholic church and it looks like uh backwards l with a c on c kind of hook on top that's what it looks like none i don't think this passage is none your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path how did you, did we did we know that was from none i have sworn your word, you, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light. Y'all remember those? Y'all remember that hymn? I have sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. By the way, what revives us? What gives us strength and hope? What energizes the spiritual within us? It's the word of God. Just like you want to feed your body, you need to feed your spirit and your soul with God's word. He says, and I know y'all are going to comment on me singing. and it was not bad. He says, I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to the word, except I pray the free will offering of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. Notice he said, I'm living my life, but I'm not forgetting you in the midst of it. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I've, I've not strayed from your precepts. Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are rejo- the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my ear to perform your statutes forever to the very end. That's that's pretty neat. I, I, I like that. That's that, that. That understanding of God's word lighting the path of our life. The next one is Samic, and it looks like a D that's kind of cockeyed, and it's bigger on top than on the bottom. That's what Samic looked like, looks like. The problem is I'm looking at it going in the wrong direction. So he says, I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. What is the double-minded? The double-minded, and if you'll notice, when the world tries to explain things, they always catch themselves in their problem, in their issues. They always catch themselves in in their own traps of logic. And I, for me to go through them right now would be just, it'd just be ridiculous. There's just so many of them. I, I just, so many in my mind, I, 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 I could just vomit them out right here. But you know what I'm talking about. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoer, for I will keep the commandments of God. And there is an element of not letting those who are not chasing after God too close that doesn't mean that we don't love the lost around us that doesn't mean that we don't uh, do all that we can to reach out and make a difference in their lives but it does mean and it's important it does mean that we do not let those who are chasing after evil those who are chasing after the world too close we don't let them to inside into, the, into those places where we have close personal relationship. We, we can't because they will bring the world with them. He says, depart from me, you evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of God. Uphold me according to your word that I may live. And do not let me be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up and I shall be safe. And I shall observe your statutes continually. You reject all those who stray from your statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. He said, "But you put your way, you put away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore, I will love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments." Notice, I I understand that I do not need to be associated with that too directly, because my flesh will chase after it, and I can't afford that. The next word is ayin. And it looks like two arrows. One of them's bent and crossing the other one, sticking straight up. That's what I looks like. I have done justice and righteousness. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Be surety to your servant for good. Do not let the proud oppress me. My eyes fail from seeking your salvation. Notice he's going to God's word for what? He's going to God's word for comfort, for strength in the the, uh, midst of a battle against uh, the enemy trying to drive him down. He says, my eyes fail from seeking your salvation and your righteous word. Deal with your servant according to your mercy and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. See, these are things that we ought to be saying to God all the time. Teach me, God. Show me what's going on. I, I even had a conversation with somebody uh, a couple of days ago at the office, and and I, I just not at the office at up, it's actually up at court in the DA's office. I said, "Do you hear from God?" And she said, "I, I kind of, I guess I do." And I said, "God has the answers to these problems. God has the answers to these situations. But you got to learn to hear from Him, and and not allow the the troubles and the struggles of the hour to overcome you." In the midst of what God's doing, God's got an answer for this stuff, and uh, and it's hard for some some. It's really hard sometimes for people to understand that that it God has an answer in the midst of your struggles and difficulties. When you feel like you're being beat down, He has an answer for you. Therefore, I love your commandments more than gold, yes, than fine gold. Therefore, all your precepts concerning all things I consider to be. I hate every false way. I like that. The next one is like PE, like physical education. And I was great at that in school. I was really good at that. I was a good student in a lot of things. but Let me tell you something. I never made a B in PE, never. All right, and it looks like, I, I don't even know what that is. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I long for your commandments. That is a great illustration. Do you actually, like a dog pants for food or for water, like the deer pants for the water, do you long after God? Do you? Do you you long after his revelation to you? Do you long after his word presented to you? I, I opened my mouth and panted, for I long for your commandments. Look upon me and be merciful to me as your custom is toward those who love your name. Direct my steps by your word and let no iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from the oppression of man that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. Rivers of water run down from my eyes because men do not keep your law. And, and, Oftentimes we just get so upset about what's going on in the world, like the world's ever going to love God and like the world, people in the world's ever going to uh, chase after him with their whole heart. That's just not going to happen. And we pick a group of people because they're better than an other group of people about the things that we like, and then we expect them to be like us, and they just are not. They're just not. I can remember my dad one time saying, he was watching CNN, and he had this great revelation, and he said, he's watching CNN and that two guys were arguing and one of them was a Democrat and the other Republican and he realized that the Democrat was lost and, and did not know God, didn't have any understanding about God. And then as he's listening to the Republican, he realized he was lost and did not know God and didn't have any understanding about God. And, and it was like, you know, come on now. See, we place our hope in the princes of this world. We place our hope in the principalities that uh, govern the ways we we do things. And we don't place our hope in God's word, so we don't know God's word. He says, right, we're in Tassade. It's the longest name for one of these letters. But the next one is, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to pronounce it. This looks like you, but the ends of the U are like arrows, and then there's a line right up under the bottom of it. That's what Tassade looks like. He says, righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. Your testimonies, which you have commanded, are righteous and very faithful. My zeal has consumed me because my enemies have forgotten your words. Notice, it makes me fired up that other people have forgotten him. I want them to know. He says, your word is very pure, therefore your servant loves it. I am small and despised, Yet I do not forget your precepts. Let me tell you something. When you have God's word in you, you have eternity in you. And even though we are small and insignificant, that makes us very powerful because the engine that created the universe resides in us. Because God created the universe by the word of His mouth. Therefore, He says, "I am." I am he says, "Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth." Trouble and anguish have overtaken me yet your commandments are my delight. Notice even though I'm in the midst of struggle God's word brings about hope and life. He says he says the righteousness of your testimony is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. I like that. The righteousness of your testimony is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. He says the next one is quaff. It, I quaff, it's Q-U-O-P-H, but it could be quapé or something like that. And uh, it looks like a harp where the inside of the harp hasn't gone all the way to the top. That's what it looks like to me. I cry out with my whole heart, hear me, O Lord, I will keep your statutes. I cry out to you, save me, and I'll keep your testimonies. I rise before the dawning of the morning and cry for help. I hope in your word, My eyes are awake through your night watches that I may meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness, O Lord. Revive me according to your justice. They draw near who follow after wickedness. They are far from your law. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments, are truth. Notice God's intimate. He says, concerning your testimonies, I've known of old that you have founded them forever. The eternality of God's word. Very good. The next word is resh. Resh, I say to you, the next letter is resh. And it looks like a flag pointed that way. All right. He says, consider my afflictions and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your word. Notice God's speaking. He's asking God to speak his word over him. He says, salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Greater are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Many are persecutors and my enemies, yet I do not turn from your testimonies. He says, I see the treacherous and am disgusted because they do not keep your word. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. That was good. I like that. He said, "I now we're at shin. We've gone from two arrows pointed up to now we have three arrows pointing straight up. But they're coming from the same spot at the bottom. So two of them are like going like this, and then one of them's right up the middle. It really looked like the top of a pitchfork, if you want to know the truth. That's shin. Princes persecute me without a cause, but my heart stands in awe of your word. Rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. I hate and adore lying, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. Lord, I hope to your salvation for your salvation and I do your commandments. My soul keeps your testimonies and I love them exceedingly. I keep your precepts and your testimonies, for all my ways are before you. That's a really great passage on, on focusing our heart and our mind on God's word. The last, one, the, uh, last letter is Tau, T-A-U, Tau. He says, let my cry become, come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. He says, now, how is it that we can even speak to God and, and seek God out? Because his word says we can. It says we can. My lips shall utter praise for you teach me your statutes. My tongue shall speak of your word for all your commandments are righteousness. Let your hand become my help for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and it shall praise you. And let your judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. By the way, salvation is provided to us by God's word. It is through God's word that our soul, our heart and our mind are changed. And so there is no salvation. Remember, salvation is not an event. It's a process. It's the sanctification of our soul salvation is by god's word and it cannot be done any other it cannot be done any other way but by the holy spirit revealing god's word to us and us supplying it on our daily basis so that our hearts and our minds are changed from our own evil and wicked ways to his way and his perfection as you go today i pray that the lord will bless you and keep you that he'll make his face to shine upon you and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.